Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, this is Sydney Sarah. Welcome to Sydney's Prophetic Podcast, where I speak into your life and minister to you prophetically. Welcome. Happy Monday. It is Monday, June 8th, and I hope this weekend was, this past weekend was refreshing for you because it actually was for me. Um, a little peek into my life personally. Um, my little brother just graduated from middle school. Woo woo. So we have a freshman on our hands. Um, and you know, it's crazy how things can change within one year. And I say that because I myself graduated from Wayne state from college last year, Wayne state university, not the community college. And I just, you know, I was, you know, I had my own graduation. I seen other graduations and it's just like, it was all normal last year. It was all normal last year, all normal graduations and all, all normal, like, uh, ceremonies and everything. But then here his comes here, his, uh, middle school graduation ceremony comes and we're in how that was okay so they were at the eighth graders he he's an eighth grader well now not anymore because he's a freshman but the eighth graders were split um into different time frames so his ceremony was at 10 o'clock uh, there was another ceremony like at eleven thirty, and then one at noon or like one at 1 p.m and things like that so we went to uh his his was at 10 o'clock because the parents was able to pick the times and his ceremony we had to be in our cars in a parking lot of um an high a high school it was at a high school the ceremony and we had to be in our parking lots or not in the parking lot. And we had to be in our cars in the parking lot. Um, as the the as the graduate, the middle schooler walked across the stage. Um, and someone had to list their achievements and they took a picture and yeah, but we had to wear our face masks and it was it was crazy. You know, and then afterwards, you know, uh when we left in our cars, the faculty and teachers lined up on the sides of like the, the driveway entrance or exit, and they were clapping uh, the graduates out. But it's crazy how, you know, all of these graduation ceremonies, all these graduation ceremonies had to be, you know, in, in your in your cars or like um, on YouTube, they just did a, a ceremony for the class 2020 and a virtual ceremony with like special guests like Michelle Obama, Beyonce, Billie Eilish, um, et cetera, things like that, like off the top of my head, like Katy Perry. But all of these ceremonies now have to be virtual and all of these ceremonies have to be like, you know, you know, in your cars and social distancing when just last year, everything was normal. Everything was fine. I had a normal graduation ceremony. It's crazy. It it really is crazy. Um, but I'm glad he got a ceremony nonetheless because that's what he really deserved, along with the other eighth graders. Um, you know, and that's 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 what they deserve. They deserve at least something. 
You know, it really, it really challenges you to think outside the box of how to celebrate a graduate in a pandemic. Like what? Anyway. Um, so yeah, I was just, you know, reflecting on that a little bit and how it was just like, it blew my mind just thinking about that. So on today, we are going to be talking about letting it out. This is kind of similar to what I was talking about in my last podcast episode with releasing, but the Lord just like wanted me to really expound upon being raw with him and just letting it out. You know, what you're feeling, your thoughts, your emotions, you know, all the things that's uh, eternally going on in, in the inside of you to let it out. So let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can be honest with you. We thank you, Lord, Lord God, that with your grace, that you will never uh, change, switch up on us, that you're not like human beings, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can continuously be honest with you and be vulnerable with you because you said that you are, you are the Lord and you changeth not. So I thank you, Lord God. And and. I just, I just celebrate you for being God because we need you. We need you to be Lord right now, especially right now. There's so this, this summer is already so different. Um, and, and a lot of these, a lot of these ceremonies, a lot of, like I said, a lot of these graduation ceremonies, a lot of just life is just different now is this is a new normal. So we need you God to navigate this new normal and. Um, with the civil unrest and whatnot, and these protests and riots going on, Lord God, we speak peace in the name of Jesus, but we also speak justice in the name of Jesus. And we speak racial reconciliation because the enemy seeks and desires for us to be divided. He, he desires to sift us like wheat, no matter who, no matter what color we are. That's the thing. So the enemy seeks to divide us. The, the enemy seeks to keep us separate and one side over here versus one side over there. No, we need to be coming together in unity, one body, one Lord, one faith, one baptism in the name of Jesus. Cause it, but whether people believe it or not, we all have one common enemy. And so, and that's Satan himself. So thank you, Lord God, for being patient with us in this time, because you have those who are taking heed to your voice on what to do at this time versus those who are just still wrapped up in their emotions, still wrapped up in in the sadness and the pain and the agony of everything going on. And so I just thank you, God, for being patient with us and the joy of, of the Lord being our strength. I decrease as you increase in this podcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. So we'll pull up two scriptures that God had me to... Um, speak on today and let's go to Psalms uh, chapter 62 verse 8 again this is Psalms chapter 62 verse 8 and I'm reading this in the ESV and it says trust in him at all times O people pour out your heart before him God is a refuge for us, Selah. And boy, is he truly. Because, oh, and before I 
expound upon that too. Let's, because I feel the Lord leading me to read Psalms 51. Uh, go to Psalms, then go to uh, Psalms chapter 51, verse 6 in the KJV. Again, I'm, re I'm reading in the KJV. Psalms chapter 51, verse 6. It says, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. So, all these verses, well, all of two verses. <laughs> these verses are just saying like, you know, the Lord is saying this, you need to pour out to me. You can pour out to me. You can let me know what is going on in your heart, in your mind, in your soul. What are your questions? What are you confused about? Sorry, I just had to put my phone on silent. Um, what are you confused? What are you confused about? What are you what what are you wondering about? What it's it's understandable to have so many questions at this time. All of us have more questions than usual right now, going through such a hard time. With the pandemic and then the Black Lives Matter protests. And then, you know, we see George Floyd getting murdered, hearing about Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor. And it's just what I'm seeing personally is a whole lot of stuff coming to the surface. And to be honest, that's good. So we can confront it once and for all. It's no longer like dust under the rug or the elephant in the room. Now, you know, we're pointing to the elephant. No, we're lifting up the rug. And it's about time we do that. But um, I think God just wants me to speak to someone and saying like, it's okay to share your raw feelings. Like I said in my previous uh, episode, I was journaling and I said some raw stuff about Mr. Trump. And it felt good. <laughs> it felt really good. Because he was just getting on my nerves more than usual with handling these riots and, and what he was talking about. Not what he was talking about. How he was talking about the protesters and the rioters and et cetera. And I'm not going to go back. Oh, you just listen to the last episode if you want to after this. But um, I had to let that out once and for all or else it was going to kill me emotionally. I had to either let it out or it's kind of like how mm, this is a big graphic, but it's like when you have to use the bathroom and the more you hold it in, the more constipated you are. Why, why, why not just let it out? <laughs> I know it's like, really? But I mean, seriously, you would be emotionally constipated if, see, and, and, and here's the thing. You will be emotionally constipated if you keep letting in, if you keep uh, holding in all that stress, all that anxiety, all that sadness, all that rage. And that's where explosion occurs or implosion. And explosion, an explosion, like an emotional explosion could be like someone saying like, uh, someone asking you a question an innocent question or saying like an, just an innocent thing and you're just like can't you see i want to be alone right now and, da, da, da. and you just yelling off of so like that was an unnecessary response but because you've been holding in stuff for so long 
now it's just like, okay, you can't help but to just blow up. And that's not cool. Uh, An implosion is... Hmm. I feel like that's when you turn to like addictions. Like if someone were to implode, they would probably like drink way more or like go to drugs way more and then end up overdosing. Like you just taking it to the max, whatever it is to relieve your pain. You're just like overdoing it. Um, I've had my implosion type moments because I, I didn't think I was allowed to have the vulnerability of exploding um, or, or not, no, not exploding. Let me take that back. I didn't think I had the vulnerability of releasing. There we go. That I didn't think I had the vulner, vulnerability of letting it go, whatever uh, it was. Right. Um, so not, not exploding, but letting it releasing, letting it out, whatever it was that was making my heart heavy. That was a burden on me. That was a burden on my soul. That was, you know, it was, that, that was very just, uh, a lot for me, period. So it's not good. It's not healthy for you to keep your emotions in because that turns into stress and stress kills period stress really kills the and it, and it, and it, it causes inflammation. And now here's where I kind of get personal. So I have eczema. I cannot afford to be highly stressed out because stress causes inflammation in the body from the inside out. Eczema is a result of inflammation in your body, period. Um, And so therefore, if I'm constantly stressed out and my immune system or like things in my body are being inflamed, like important organs for sure. They're being inflamed and it's coming out. It's going to come out in my skin. And it, you know, eczema comes out and like, it looks like hives and rashes, you know, stuff like that. Or like weeping eczema. So that's not good because now my skin is screaming out for help. Like, and that's why eczema is, I don't know about necessarily psoriasis, Probably with psoriasis, but I know with eczema, it's like, it's a skin issue, but it's not a skin issue. It's only a skin disease because it, it, it shows up on the skin, obviously. But the root of it is not an issue with skin. Oh, it's not. It is is based on how stressed you are, hydration, are you drinking enough water, Do you are you uh, consuming an in, in anti-inflammatory diet all this all that stuff that's why I'm on my journey to becoming vegan because my skin frankly needs me to be vegan um I can't like dairy can cause inflammation meat makes just meat, meat makes me feel heavy um it's, it's specific I don't mistake I do not misread me for nothing oh my god <laughs> my battle right now is just giving up chicken but other than that I'm, I'm real close. Um, and cheese, I need to give up cheese. I love cheese, but cheese makes me lactose intolerant and anyway. So my, cause uh, yeah, anyway, I'm not going to get too into that. Cause it can probably be too much information, but 
Long story short, if you don't let that stress out, keeping it in will kill you. It will disrupt a lot of stuff that your body's trying to do to keep you healthy. But meanwhile, you want to keep it in for what? Keeping it in for are you keeping your feelings in for what people might think or say? Are you keeping your feelings in, your emotions in because of, you know, you not even feel you know that someone's not going to like what you say? Or do you feel like you're going to be judged, condemned? Um, you know, someone's going to point fingers at you. I'm telling you right now, if you feel that way about a spouse slash significant other, um, if you feel that way about a friend, if you feel that way about a family member, you probably need to set boundaries because that's just simply not fair that you feel like they are not a safe place. And a spouse, a friend, a family member should those should be your safe places but is that the way like in a perfect world you know all three of them would be safe places but we live in a fallen world and you know even family members backstab each other so you got to be careful Uh, but that's why I say like if you feel like someone is really going to judge you like that in any of those three types of people in your life, you need to set a boundary. I'm not saying to stop being friends or to stop talking to that family member or to even break up or slash divorce that spouse. But, well, marriage is kind of, that's different. Because y'all need to talk. That's in no way, shape, or form should be, your spouse should definitely be your safe place. Because that if it, if it isn't, if they or if they're not, that's a problem. But with a friend or a family member, you can still set boundaries and still talk to them from time to time. But you got to set those boundaries so you can protect. You know, the, the Bible says guard your heart with all diligence with because out of it are the issues of life. So. With that, you know. Protect, protect your emotions, protect your heart. Because if you if you just let someone stab at your emotions and and those are like sensitive areas that they're stabbing you at, that's, I mean, there's bound to be yelling and arguing and bridges burned and drama and backstabbing and lying and gossip and that's what the enemy wants in families anyway. We see ton of that unfortunately already. So. Set your boundaries, keep your peace. But like Psalm 62 says, pour out your heart to the Lord. He is our, he needs to be our refuge at this point in time. We need to trust in someone or something that is bigger than us, that is bigger than the whole entire world right now, because the whole entire world still has been affected or still is affected by coronavirus. You know, that's why I say protesters, if you're listening and uh, if you're listening to this right now, Please be safe because we are still in the middle of a pandemic. So keep your face masks on. If you want to wear gloves, wear your gloves. Keep your hand sanitizer on lock. Like, be careful, protesters. Please be careful. Um. So, yeah. But with 
a spouse not being a safe place and not feeling like you can be raw and vulnerable with them. I'm sorry, like what kind of marriage is that? (laughs) That's very concerning because you, first of all, y'all got to be, y'all live with each other every day. Y'all live around each other or or, or y'all are being around each other every day. This is a covenant. Y'all are supposed to be together until death do y'all part. So if we, if we, if we all didn't die at some point, y'all would need to be together forever, 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 ever, forever, ever, forever. Okay. But that's basically what until death do you part. And if you, so eventually, right. If you feel like you got to hide your feelings from your spouse, they're going to come out sooner or later. It may not be this week, may not be this month, may not even be this year, but they're going to come out. I feel like in a marriage, they have no choice but to see the real you. I mean, you're sleeping in the same bed with this person. You're waking up with this person. You're probably eating breakfast with this person every day. You, 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 y'all are coming home together. Y'all are living with each other. Y'all are seeing each other, you know, when y'all sleep, how y'all look when y'all wake up, how y'all look when y'all are naked, how y'all look when y'all got clothes on, how y'all look when y'all, y'all, uh, uh, when y'all are dirty, how y'all look when y'all clean, how y'all, you know, you really see who a person really is from the inside out, just living with them on a day-to-day basis. Okay. So if you can't even be raw and vulnerable with them and they're supposed to be married to you, that's a problem. And you may need to talk to them or go to counseling I don't know, but that's not fair and that's really sad. So, yeah. Um guys, it's just I don't understand the point of and I kind of and I used to do this too, but now looking back it's just like I don't understand the point of just letting or or not letting. I keep saying that keeping things in when eventually you're destroying, it really is you destroying yourself. You're destroying yourself by, you, you're constantly thinking about other people, but not, this, this is where you need to put yourself first. Okay, and there's a, there's a strong difference between self-care and self-love versus self-worship and self-idolatry. This is where you need, and self-care and self-love is a humble thing. You know why? Because I said in my, again, check out a previous episode um, in my What is Humility podcast. I uh, explained how being human, uh, being humble means to be real. But then um, in this case, it's a humble thing because you're saying to yourself, okay, I am, you're being real with yourself. I'm limited. I need to rest. I'm only human and whatnot. And then you're depending on God. Right. You're depending on God. Like I said, the in it's Psalm, like or Psalm 62 said, God is our refuge. OK, so. Really, when you care about what other people think, that's pride because you're so self-centered on you versus self-care being. 
I can't, I can't do everything. I'm not this superhero. I'm not this, I'm not the Terminator. Like I'm not, you know, made out of metal. I'm a human being. Um, I have my limits. I have my shortcomings, you know, and, and the Bible says God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So is, is frankly, is you being real, but then also saying, you know, I need Jesus. I need to rest. I need, I need to take care of myself. You know, I'm not, I can't do everything. I can't be everything for everybody. You know, I'm going to destroy my, <clears throat> I'm going to destroy myself because pride really does destroy yourself. It, it seems like such a confident booster at first, or it seems like such a good thing, but pride really does seek to destroy yourself. Like all that self-centeredness and, and okay, so here's where it crosses over to like from self-care and self-love and confidence to like pride, ego, arrogance, um, self-worship and self-idolatry, even insecurity, like false humility, um, low self-esteem and insecurity. The problem is, is that you're so focused on yourself that you do make yourself an idol when God you know, needs to be on the throne in your life. You are constantly seeing how people can benefit you and how people, what people think about you. I had to learn this for myself because me personally speaking, like when I was being a hypocrite and had this Pharisee mindset, I was constantly wondering about how people think about me. So that way I can be perfect and I, I wanted people to like me or love me. So I thought that, you know, that was a way I could show God and prove to God that I'm perfect and that I, I can be this and I can be that without him, though. That's the crazy part. And this is part of the reason why that religious mindset is a stronghold, because we don't see like we think that, you know, God wants us to be perfect. No, no, that's that's what the enemy wants you to think so that you can worship yourself. And show God, hmm, you know, I did this without you. I don't need you. I don't need you for this. And I don't need you for that. I did this by myself. I did that by myself. I did this by myself. But it took me a long time to to even get that, to even get such a revelation. Right? But it's just like, you're putting all these unnecessary pressures and weight and burdens on yourself when you are only... From dust we came and dust we shall return. <laughs> okay? That's unnecessary. Like, you're not a superhero. Like, you are an awesome person. You're, I bet you're a strong person. But you, first of all, you're not omnipotent. You're not omnipresent. You're definitely not omnipresent. And we are, I know that we are smart people out here. I know there are smart people listening to my podcast. But we are not omniscient which means all knowing, like we literally know everything. That's God. Okay. And when we, when we focus ourselves like that in pride, focus on ourselves like that in pride, we're just like, Oh, I can do this and I can do that. And I can do this. I can do this. You know, I'm bad all by myself. Eventually you're going to run into your own shortcomings to your own. You're going to run into your own limitations and that's going to humble you real fast. Okay, so it was better if you just confront all of that stuff now 
Be humble. Be real. It's okay. You need to rest. You need to eat. You need to cry. You need to scream. You want to throw something. You want to yell. You know. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that people are just needing to do or wanting to do. And that's why I understand what people, uh, the rioting and the looting and this, you know, stuff being set on fire and throwing stuff. People are angry. Now, was that a productive way of release? No, because the companies that they've torn down, we still going to eventually need to shop from them. But it's like, but how long can a race of people put up with the same old hypocrisy, the same old racism, systemic racism, the same old prejudices, discrimination, segregation, all of that being constantly left out of stuff, constantly not considered that's going to take a toll on you eventually. So this this is why our people are saying time's up. Enough is enough. Because enough has been enough, frankly. Enough has been enough. So, like I said, my previous podcast episode about it's okay to release, please listen to that. Um, And just simply, last but not least, if you feel like you are really alone and have nobody to talk to, God is always with you. He said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. God is always with you. Pour out to him. And like Psalms 51 and 6 says, he desires truth in the inward parts. God can handle your questions. God can. This is so stupid how some of us have been raised in the church where people be like, oh, don't question God. Um, I'm glad I did. <laughs> I have questions. I, and that's so weird to say that. And I've personally, I've grown up with people saying, you know, in school, cause I was afraid to ask questions in school and people were teachers and my mama would be encouraging me, like, ask a question. If you don't understand, ask a question. If you don't understand, ask a question. And when I finally started doing that, they actually was cheering me on. Like, oh my gosh, she's been asking questions. Oh my God. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh. Yay. So if God is omniscient and all knowing God, why can't we ask him a question? I just, I I find that idiotic. I really do. And I'm glad I asked him questions because that that made room for revelation. That may, and also I, I almost feel like this is like a curse word in the church. Practicality. Faith without works is dead. So that also opened up um, him giving me instructions on what to do so that things can manifest in my life because of me and him working together and not just, oh, we just waiting on the Lord. And, you know, he gave you instructions, but you not. First of all, you're not even willing to hear said instructions, let alone do them. Ouch. I know that was a rebuke for somebody. Sorry, but it's the truth. Um, yeah, so like guys, like, please, I just encourage you. And and if you're a man listening to this podcast, please do not believe this bull crap about men don't cry. And that's for sissies and 
crying is for girls. Be a man, be a man. See, this is why that dumb rhetoric is why women uh, live longer than men. Because y'all hold stuff in that needs to be let out. Your emotions manifest in stress and stress kills. Period. Don't matter who you are. Don't matter what gender you are either. But because women are more likely to be crying and we talk on the phone to our girlfriends like, girl, tell me why. Da, 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 da. You know, we we rant. I rant. <laughs> I, I rant. <laughs> um, so we let stuff out more than y'all. But because we do. I mean, is the, mor- is the mortality rate really that surprising? Let it out. Y'all let it out. And, and do your best and let God help you to throw away that, that I don't even know what that is about when men, you men don't cry, men don't cry. Meanwhile, we got Jeremiah, the weeping prophet (laughs) in the Bible. Uh, Jesus wept. Okay. So I, I, I don't get it. I just, I just, in a way, I just really don't, you know, and I guess because in, at least in American culture, crying has been seen as such a feminine thing, but I just really disagree with that too, because it's a soul cleansing thing. I feel like that's a human thing, not just a feminine thing or a masculine thing. I think it's a human thing. And I got to be careful because sometimes, you know, with things being masculine and things being feminine, it's not always like with man and woman. It's just what that type of, I don't know, activity is. But, and it pertains, you know, and then what, who it pertains to. Does it pertain more to men or does it pertain more to women? That's kind of a different podcast for a different day. But anyway, um, but that's, I feel like crying is a human thing. I feel like crying is a human thing and crying is a soul cleansing thing. Crying is an important thing, you know, when you really are just burdened and, and you feel like this soul is a soul crushing burden that you feel like it, you know, if you don't let it out, it's going to like, it's going to kill you. It's going to crush you. So cry. And Jesus said, come to me all who are weary and heavy laden. I'll give you rest. I'm going to say that. Let me say that slowly. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Go to him. Rest in God's loving, gracious, and everlasting arms, please. Please. For the sake of your sanity, too. Not just your emotional health, but for the sake of your sanity, A lot of people have gone insane just looking at uh, videos of George Floyd um, being murdered like that by that police officer. That's why I refuse to watch it. I may listen to the audio, but I refuse to watch it. And that's even heartbreaking listening to the audio. So I say all that to say, please take care of yourself. Take time. For yourself to breathe, cry, scream, yell. If you throw something, make sure you're make sure you're safe throwing whatever it is in a safe place. Um, and find your safe places. Ask God 
to anoint the people who are your safe places, the ones who won't judge you, the ones who won't condemn you, the ones who won't, you know, uh, you know, point fingers at you, but also will keep you accountability, keep you accountable to the things of God, keep you accountable to, because it reminds you of who you really are in Christ. It, it builds you up. It, it it uplifts you. So I'm going to just end right here. Um, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this lovely prayer after me. Lord God, I repent. I believe in the son you sent. He died on the cross just for me. To heaven I'll go. To heaven I'll be. Welcome to the body of Christ, and I'm your sister in Christ. That's just amazing. Ah, so now you need to get into a, an online church. <laughs> um, it, it's kind of crazy to even say that because you know I'm uh, I'm so used to hearing my altar calls. Oh, excuse me, and getting into uh, you know, people say go to a church where they're going to teach you the word of God properly, go to church where, but you know, us going to church is <laughs> going on YouTube. Uh, now us going to church is clicking on the link. So go to a church, find a church online where they teach you the word of God properly. I'm currently um, attending all nations worship assembly online. It's a N W A E.com or, or you could type in on Google all nations worship assembly online and you should be able to find it. Um, there's a Facebook page of, of all nations worship assembly online on Facebook. And if you have any questions about that, send me a voice message on anchor.fm slash Sydney dash PP. Again, it's a N C H O R dot F M slash S I D N I dash PP. And I'll send you the link and things like that information about my online church that I go to. Um, and speaking of that link, at the same said link where I said to send me a voice message, you can also send in a monthly donation to support this podcast, this ministry for a dollar, five dollars or ten dollars monthly. Or if you want to sew in just for one time, you can sew to my cash app, cash tag is my cash tag is the dollar sign <clears throat> capital S I D N I capital G again is capital S lowercase I D N I capital G and follow me on Twitter at Sydney podcast at S I D N I or I'm sorry capital S I D N I capital P O D C A S T again as capital S I D N I capital P O D C A S T and like my page on Facebook Sydney's Prophetic Podcast. Uh, that's where I update you on whether I'm recording or not that day, special events, special guests, etc., etc. Same for my Twitter, things like that. So it's really important that you follow those two pages. I thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. Bye.